It's fair to say that redundancies are rife and many careers are on hold. People are feeling overwhelmed and anxious about the future and it's entirely understandable. Still, you don't need to face the uncertainty alone. A recent report stated that more than half of UK workers, which is 53%, plan to make changes to their careers in the next 12 months as a direct result of the pandemic with the majority opting to retrain. Staggering numbers. Going through a redundancy can mark the end of one chapter in your career, but it also presents exciting opportunities for your future. It could even be the catalyst that propels you into a brand new career. I totally understand. Changing careers can be a daunting experience and no one should take it lightly. However, if you seek pastures new and are yearning to get your teeth into a fresh area or a brand new industry, now could be the perfect time to make the move. Today, we have Jerry Bignall with us. Jerry has a special place in my heart. Back in 2016, Jerry was my work dad, taking good care of me as I flourished at Samson Electronics. We spent three amazing years working side by side until a redundancy struck. There is one key thing that unites our experience. When you strip out the noise and step outside of your environment, you can discover your passion. It appears as clear as day, but you have to be willing to explore it. Today, our big question is, how do you discover your passion? And then what do you do with it? Jerry, welcome to Success Talks. How is life treating you? Thank you, Tammy. Well, life is good at the moment. Um, uh, listening to your, uh, your, your talks in the past, I think it really resonates with me what you've just said about redundancy and uh, and what it does for can do for people is entirely what happened to me. Uh, I was made, made redundant at the same time as you, as you know, in 2018. Uh, the difference between us was that I was nearing the end of my business career uh, and accepting that had been quite difficult for me. Um, trying to find my way back into work was quite tough. So for me, uh, it felt like I needed to reinvent myself in so many words. And it, the reinvention doesn't have to be all encompassing. But in my case, it was a complete career change. Uh, quite out of the blue, uh, one day, my wife booked me on a creative writing course. Um, I think there was method in her madness. She was just trying to keep me from under her feet. Um, but what I did was I, I found myself amongst like-minded people um, writing for the sheer fun of it. And uh, uh, the last time I'd actually written anything uh, in, in anger was a, a best man's, uh, sorry, a father of the bride speech at my, my daughter's wedding. And um uh, I found that 
quite an interesting and daunting experience but the experience of writing was 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 real fun and um so when i started this course and found that i had a an interest in it and a passion um which is the important word uh it, it took off and uh, what started me um finding investing more in it was the fact that i was getting quite good feedback the tutor um was often giving me really good advice about the work i was producing and um and lots of plaudits so i uh, it, it gave me a a lot of confidence to keep going um so when the pandemic struck uh i started writing um mainly about our experiences uh, it was really uh meat and drink for a writer because uh, it there were ups and downs there was all sorts of challenges there were some difficult situations going on uh, it changed our life well, still is changing our life completely and um and as a result i found that uh, the, that i was quite productive and and in fact what i started doing then i'm still doing now which is i write a piece every day of some sort whether it be um, a piece of prose a short story or in many cases, a piece of comic verse, something to try and keep my my spirits up. What is um, a comic verse? Because to me, I have no idea the differences between a short story, comic verse, or anything else. Yeah. Um, so, so typically, most of the stuff that I've written that has that has actually ultimately gone into the, the two books that I've now written um, were. Uh, quite dark, often quite difficult to read because they were about difficult situations, things that we hadn't been used to. Um, and I, I think I'm done with that now. We all, <laughs> we all want to see, to see more positive stuff. So the, the, what I'm trying to write now is something a bit more upbeat. And so the pieces I'm tending to write are very short, just four lines. Um, uh, and, with a bit of a uplifting um, elements to them. So, so yeah, so it, it's a different type of, of piece that I'm writing these days. Um, it's almost you're expressing yourself through your words and that's what led you down the route of writing so you could just get it off your chest, I suppose. In a way, yeah, that's what it was. It was, it, 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 it was uh, some way of venting my my feelings about what we were what we have been experiencing um the challenge with it obviously is 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 um that writing doesn't earn the money that i had been earning in in the work that we were doing that both of us were doing back then but i think uh, the the joy it brings me far outweighs um the, the the financial aspects and um even though you don't know where the next pound is coming from uh uh it, it it's a it's it's so uh rewarding to be able to write something that makes you feel good it's and, amazing um, you say that because i think that's everyone's biggest fear whether you're cozy in a job right now and you're thinking oh, i want to take that leap or you've been thrown into the redundancy or you're in the redundancy you're just like, where's the money going to come from? And by having that focus, what I realized, focusing on the money 
is what completely disconnects you from finding your your passions because you're so hot up on these anxious feelings that you just cannot feel the joy do you agree with that i do very much so um you know when it first happened um uh, it was a shock it was a, it wasn't it was a shock but it had happened to me before so um you know i uh, i would i'd been used to those the, the feeling a lot of the feelings that, that that i that i felt but but this time round because it was a lot later in my career i realized i might need to find an also another avenue in in the event that i wasn't able to get back into full-time employment and in fact that's what proved to be the case but the, the but the writing um gave me uh such a buzz when i started doing it that i i i felt rewarded just every day by doing something and um i don't know i wrote a quote down actually because i uh i, I think it was Grayson Perry, the artist, who said that um, fantasy isn't all unicorns and rainbows; it's a it's a refuge. And I think what the creative world is all about is is just that. It, it's about express expression and about uh, somewhere that you go when you want to do something, you know, for yourself. And and and. Uh, and I think that's what it's meant for me, because the only way really to enjoy your work is to love what you do. And uh, and I'd had a lifetime in sales where I'd been an account manager and um, in, in uh, and I meant that in the true sense of the word, what I what, what I used to enjoy doing was building relationships. I'm a people person at heart. And what I really enjoyed was connecting, which is what writing does for me. It allows me to connect. But what I enjoyed in the in the business world was that as the aspect of creating a relationship with somebody, so that they place trust in you. And if you've built it correctly, you would be the only person they're ever going to place any any business with because you you are uh, you are the, the the main person that they look to for advice and it, and it has to be unconditional you can't always expect an order to come but but because if you're if if they were looking for somebody to place that order with you're going to be the first person they pick up the phone and place the order with because they built the relationship with you and for me that was what that's what good sales was and that's that was part of of my um, business life was developing those relationships and this has become what I'm doing now in connecting is replace that. And, uh, and I'm getting the same feelings from, from my writing as I got when I created a good relationship with somebody so that they, you know, they place business with me. And that, that was what I, that's what I really enjoy. That's what's missing, had been missing. And in fact, what, what I find here is that when I, um, when I first started writing, um, my wife said, oh, well, you can go uh, and use our our shed. So we have a little garden studio, um, which is where I am today and where I, I do my writing. Um, 
and what I have is I, I I've recreated the routine I had as in work in that I go and do some exercise, come back, have a shower, some breakfast, and then I, uh, I pick up my stuff and I come outside of the house. So by going out, I'm effectively going to work. And so if I can recreate the routine I had, but in a different way, then I feel like I'm working, which is which is quite important. I think there needs to be, you need to have a, a structure to your day and, and, and a routine. So, so don't think that just because you're redundant and you're at home that you can't recreate the work environment because you can. And, that, and that's what I, what I did from day one when I first started writing was I maintained the same daily routine that I had when I was working. And, um, and I think that's quite important. Yeah, and I, I think that with work, we have this impression that we're having to perform something and usually driven by some sort of objective or ridiculous sales target in our case. <laughs> and so you feel like you've got to be doing something that connects to that. However, when you're redundant and you're exploring your passions, you could still be doing something that's expressive. There doesn't need to be a, an outcome like um, my sister bought me some rocks and some paint. Uh, there's no outcome that I need to make certain designs and do something with it. It's just express yourself. Mm. So you're saying have the routine, but don't focus on or what I'm saying here is don't focus on having a, an outcome that's, you know, an objective based like you did in the work environment. Just do something that actually you enjoy or are exploring to see whether you enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no secret to to success in the in in what i've done and it, it was about oh it sounds like a hackneyed expression but living your dreams if you if you you, you just got to do that you've got to have some self-belief work harder which is what i did right at the beginning that, that than i never thought i could do and take a few risks and that's ultimately the only way you're ever going to know if uh, if, it, if it's going to work for you is to actually take that first step and i think that's you know by but by finding in my case quite by chance uh, a, a passion and then seizing it and running with it and doing something with it um it, it's working and, um, and and as i told you um now published a couple of books so so um and i've got an awful lot <laughs> of content you know stuff that i've created now over the last year so so i'm hoping to use it more and more because it's it's important for me to get that the messages out there i, I thoroughly enjoy people's feedback about it so it, it's what keeps me going really mm -hmm. yeah some people may um be in a similar situation they find their passion immediately other people may struggle and i was one that that did struggle I started uh, because I'm, I'm very much a planner. I, I knew where I was going. I had it all written down. I actually had it written down. I remember sharing it with our um, previous manager saying, this is my plan for my life. This is how you can help me. <laughs> I was that structured. So when it happened to me, it was like the biggest knock. My identity was completely stripped away, but still hopeful. I did the usual thing, went for the next job that you know was the right thing for my career ladder right the next progression and I went to all the interviews so I was clearly standing out 
from my CV, but when I was there, something wasn't quite right. And I, I just kept adapting. I was like, okay, well, I'll learn something, change it up, improve, improve, improve. And I think that the one day I just thought something's not quite right. And I just need to sit in this silence and figure out what it is. It will come to me. Someone said to me, trust the universe. I said, shut up. That's woo woo. <laughs> what is that stuff? She's like, read this book. Cause like, all right, okay. I'll read the book. And, uh, I, and I said, I was like, fine, I'm going to trust the universe. And I, I spoke to the universe and I said, right, give me the signs. What is it? <laughs> you tell me what it is that I'm meant to be doing. And in that time period of being quiet, uh, I was open, which is the main thing. I was open to learning and I was playing with different things. And what I had noticed is that since leaving the tech world, I didn't read any like trends. I didn't check uh, what the latest gadgets were. I didn't even uh, read any reports. I had no interest in technology and I still don't have any interest in technology, but I deluded myself because that was the career and I already committed to this progression. I just was very much committed to myself and that was only gonna get me so far. So I had to have this hit in the face. I realized at that moment, what I love to learn about and play with is about personal development. I'd read the books, I was watching the TED Talks, I was practicing, I was playing with different models and tools just for my own gain. And I realized that actually that's something that was of interest to me. So I had to slow myself down, detach myself from my identity of a tech person and explore something new. And that's when the signs came to me of what coaching the industry. And, and that's when I took the leap. I thought, well, let's just explore this. I don't know what the outcome's going to be. And here I am. So I went down a completely different route to how you explored it. But ultimately, we were both open and allowed ourselves to, as I say, explore it. It is just a matter of exploring. I agree. Um, you know, I, I always reflect on um, what my life might have been if I'd gone down a different route. And I don't think I'd, um, back in the day, I'd, I never got any proper career advice. I fell into sales really quite by chance. My father was a salesman. Um, I'd never been a, a, um, guided that way. Uh, I'd never had any career advice from any teachers to tell me to go into sales. I didn't really... They simply looked at the subjects I was good at at school and made some odd suggestions about industries that I could go into, but nothing that nobody ever really looked at me as a person, just what I was quite good at at school. And, uh, and to that end, it made me wonder, you know, had I, could I have done, done something else back then? And in fact, as it turned out, um, you know, I made a reasonable success of what I've, what I've done in business life. Um, but uh, it, it was never what I'd planned on going into. Uh, and, and in fact, that's the point. So in fact, if you revisit it now, if I were to choose an industry to go into based on what I know I'm good at, it wouldn't have been sales because, uh, 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 you know, uh, it, it isn't my ultimate passion. A passion is in connecting and in, uh, in being creative. Uh, and in fact, as it's now turned out, um, you know, quite by chance, I've come into something that I absolutely uh, love. And I love coming out here every day, 
creating something new, printing it out, keeping it and storing it and posting it on Twitter or whatever it might be, the idea of, of, of a piece of work going for people to read fills me with joy. And that, that's, that's the passion, passionate part of it. But, uh, but it was a chance uh, exercise really that's resulted in something quite, quite good. And, um, and the other interesting thing is, is, um, is in it, what it's opened up is completely different um, collaborations as well, as I, I might call it. Uh, I decided with the, when, when I did the second book, I might like to put some illustrations in there. And uh, we have a, a friend of my wife's uh, that, that is, a, is very good at art. She, she was, a, uh, she did a, a foundation, an art foundation course at university and, and then gave it up when uh, she got married and had children. And in um, the lockdown, when she, she works in a local shop, when the lockdown happened and, 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 um, and her shop closed, she found herself revisiting a lot of this artwork and I really enjoyed it, the stuff that she was putting out. And I approached her and said, would she be prepared to do some illustrations for my, for my second book? And she said, of course. So I gave her some subjects and she produced some really, really fine work. And we've got together and um, um, quite a number of her pictures have gone into the new book. And she's become so inspired by by the, you know seeing her work out there that she's created an Etsy site and she started making uh, greetings cards and mugs and uh, uh, tea towels all sorts of stuff with her drawings on uh, her illustrations on and um, and it's it, it's given her you know a, a real a, just like me a, a, an interest and a passion and it started something going which she never thought she would she would do so I'm absolutely thrilled that this has been a you know uh, a catalyst to not just my own creative uh, spark but but hers as well so um, you know that that's obviously another of those ex expressions of uh, uh, you know a reward for me uh, in, in in what's happened and I um, so she she's um, I put details about her stuff on on my website in case anybody was interested. But but the idea of of you know inspiring somebody else to go and do something is you know it's just wonderful. I feel I feel really happy. that is beautiful. My heart like filled up with joy <laughs> because it's it's fascinating, isn't it? You know, you can walk into a room and you can tell if someone's like tense. So you feed off that energy. It's like oh something's not quite right here. And what you're saying is that because you've been inspired, you're doing what you love, you're radiating some like happy vibes and it's inspired her to also take yeah, the lead. So. so the more we do what we love, the better it's going to be for those around us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, there was no reason why she shouldn't pick up a, you know, a, 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 a paintbrush, a pen, whatever, and do some, drawing before and she probably she was doing that that sort of thing but but the collaboration was um was enough for her to think well there could be something in this and I think that's that a lesson to us all really that that sometimes it it might need something to give you a bit of a nudge 
um, to, 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 to go back to something that you enjoyed doing or that you were good at, you know, that you were good at before. Um, in our case, it led to her work appearing in the second book. And, um, you know, I think she's really good. And, and it's just lovely to see the, uh, the, the sort of work she's churning out. It's, it's brilliant stuff. So on the back of that, a lot of what I've seen in my work is where people are stuck. They don't know what to do. It's almost like they need to give themselves permission to do something daring that's completely different. There's almost like a perception, that is a perception, that people are going to judge you if you completely change your yeah. career or you do yeah. something that you like that doesn't yeah. fit the norm. However, we know that those that are unique tend to be the people that go on to have great success because they are really unique. And so it's just give yourself the permission and go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think so much of, we, we reach some, these turning points where, um, you know, keep on doing the same stuff and then suddenly something happens and we go, oh, okay. And then, and then it picks up again and so on. And we think, we, I wish I could do something, something else. And the first thing that stops us from doing it is what would people think? Somebody's gonna say, you shouldn't do that somebody shouldn't th will say you know oh, don't really rate that what you're creating whatever it might be it always we are looking at what somebody else might think about it you know what the industry might think about us or what you know our boss might think about us or whatever it might be but in fact you know who cares exactly <laughs> who cares if it's what you want to do and uh, you know uh, then do it frankly you know and I think that's the that's the, the the biggest message from all of it is that is that you shouldn't be governed by what other people think about about your and choices second you unlock that just like you said it opens up new opportunities you started to collaborate god knows where that will go maybe you start writing children's books and then all of a sudden you start doing something else that's completely different you start making children toys it just takes you to new places and I find that once you are fully responsible for your future you show up harder than what you would have done if you're working for someone else that you don't like yeah i mean um i quite agree it's uh it it's one of those things about uh about and, and the very fact that i as i said to you sort of at the end of my was at the end of my business career um i spent a day or two just sitting in a quiet room thinking about what I really wanted to do next and uh, and you have a couple of choices you either keep on getting trying to get back into the same industry uh, give up completely and 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 retire or or just do something completely different something that that you, that you love that you love doing and and it didn't take me long to um, to realize that that I could keep on trying to do the same get back into the same jobs um but would it make me happy it would it, elements of it would uh it, it it would financially do the same thing but it wouldn't necessarily bring me the joy that what i'm now doing does um and um and and now when i reflect on it, it it's it's the easiest decision i could i could ever make really doing what what makes me happy mm -hmm. 
Oh, for sure. So based on what we've shared today, what is the one key advice would you give to the listeners? Well, I, it's what we've touched on several times in some of the discussions that we've had really before. I want the viewers to think laterally. What do they really enjoy doing? And I, because I, I often reflect on what would I have been good at if I'd only tried it. So I don't want anybody to regret missed opportunities because that is a that is the most important takeout from this. Um, quite simply, stop saying "I wish" and start saying "I will" because I think if you if you don't ever try something, all you'll ever do is say "I could have done this," "I could have done that," and uh, it's it, it could be too late. So do it <laughs> while you've got the chance. And, and don't worry about what other people might think. There's no secret to it. As I said, just to, just um, have that self-belief and, uh, and and take some risks. Mm, yeah, that sort of um, uh, regret weighs you down. It follows you. In fact, you can see it on people. They look tired. I actually call them gray people, gray people who I work with, and I take them on that journey to yellow. And you can just see it. They're just dissatisfied with life. They are the people that hate Mondays and celebrate Fridays. They are wishing away time. And that breaks my heart because you could absolutely be doing something that you love. Yeah. Uh, I don't hate Mondays and look forward to Fridays. I love Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I love every day. I don't know what day I'm on. It's like, I'm just another day. I'm having a great time over here. Like, why do I need to know which day it is? Why? <laughs> Do you have any services or products available to help the listeners to go to yellow? Well, uh, this is a this is a creative thing I've got really. So, so in essence, one of the things that I I've done is to create a website. And I originally wanted somewhere to go for people to find out about my books, but I, but I'm actually I realise I'm not utilising it the way I should. So I've started to now create content. So there's going to be a blog there that talk, talks about what I'm thinking today what I think I might be writing about some creative ideas that I've got what I'm what my next piece might be and so on and uh, so learning about how to create a website has also been one of the great things I've been doing so um, you know how can you make it something people want to go to um, and how can you link people to it but um, so my website is www dot pottingstudiopress.com so potting studio is where i'm sitting um and, and so i have a a, a website uh, that that actually details the two books that i've created and information about what louise my illustrator has has done for me um and we between us share work on instagram as well so you'll find me on instagram um and uh, and i post a piece every day on on um, on twitter so information about that is also contained on the website where it where to go to look at it i actually strangely enough have a pseudonym on twitter um so uh so uh, there's an exercise for you go and try and find me on twitter <laughs> but, uh, but it's not my name it's a it's a pseudonym um but yeah uh, uh that's in short what i'm going to be doing the, the next piece it's going to be something that i've created every day that i'm going to put in a book um potentially towards the end of this year 
for people to buy in the new year or to use in the new year so there's a mystery for you um, <laughs> how can the uh, listeners get in touch with you is there a preferred route um yeah i um probably to reach me best you can do so through the website um or or to email me i'm um uh, jerry.bignall.jb at gmail.com so um but uh if you want to put some details of that on on the yellow on the go to yellow site then more than happy to receive any uh queries questions about my experience i'm not going to use the j word that people use on the tv um but but what where i went how i ended up doing what i'm doing or how i got into what i'm doing um, the, the story about it is on the website i've put information of how i started writing on there and uh it's quite comprehensive but uh the details what I did, who helped me, because I, you know, some of it you can do on your own. Sometimes you might need a little bit of a helping hand. And I found myself uh, an editor who does um, most of the editing of my pieces and and has done the copywriting and creating the the, the piece, the, the the two books that I've done. And um, so I'm more than happy to to help in if if anybody is interested in what you need to do in, in publishing a piece of work. Um, but oh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've done. That's really good. Well, Jerry is available to support you, guide you, and inspire you on a journey to yellow. Reach out today. Help is here. It is always here, but you must take the first step. Details can be found in the description. Jerry, thank you for your words of wisdom today, and in the Yellow Magazine. May your life be yellow. Thanks, Tammy. <laughs>